All right, I'm gonna hit play on this. Kevin, do you want to simultaneously hit play? We can we can react. Should we understand? Sure. Well, should we let the listeners know what you're reacting? No, no, to? of I, course I, not. Never provide no. context. Never provide context. I came across this uh, a toy, if you will, on on TikTok, uh, a Disney Imagination belt, which I guess is like, um, Common Rider, Super Sentai. Yeah, I've they seen. They all have these toys. I've yeah. seen these sickos toys before. <laughs> All right, uh, on three, and we'll link this. Play now. Okay, I did it. Hit it. All right, uh, it the key is entering yeah. the keyhole. Wow. Yeah, it's a Disney one. Disney Imagination Belt. Yeah. And. Oh! <laughs> it, did someone just scamper? I thought I heard like well, someone running across the roof. I love that. Well, I'm just reacting to the fact that you put the key in. It flies open, and then you see the key. I don't know. Where did the key enter? It, it seemed like it... There's a little um, keyhole on the side that. Well, I saw that OP, OP struggled to open. Yes, surely. <laughs> but now it blasts open, and you're hearing music going. Imagination, Max, Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Mickey Mouse, M- Minnie Mouse, and then just <laughs> J- JPEGs of Minnie Mouse. Like clearly, this is a you buy different keys for different characters, and you get their power. Dot PNG with uh, poor edge. Cutting where you could see it's, a little bit, uh huh. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just so you're like, oh, cool. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna, are you gonna hear some cool? I don't know activation lines from an, a voice actor doing Minnie Mouse. No, it's just uh, the name Minnie Mouse over and over again. Minnie Mouse, M- Minnie Mouse, as what would be the PNG files in their like HR documents. Welcome to Disney Co. Yep, mm-hmm. like. I'm just here's Minnie just in a black void, just an image of her JPEG. Here's the IP. Do you do you like the IP? Well, I like that you put the key in, and yeah. and then after you've successfully put the key in, uh, you have the flap which flies open, and then yeah. like a bullet, the magical key of imagination is hurtling through the imagination space that you've unlocked. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like that it unlocks maximum mini as well. <laughs> so I guess you're like role playing that you're like transforming into Minnie Mouse. I don't know, Kevin. How do you read this situation? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I do read this situation. It's it's a toy for Japanese children. <laughs> um, is it though? Because well, the guy. I the think guy it is. I watch this on is our age. Uh, um, Chad, and he has a bunch of these posted. Chad, I hate to break it to you again. I said toys for sickos. The <laughs> these are ostensibly made for small Japanese children. They are bought by us men for some reason. Yeah, I mean, well, they're not like the kids aren't making the content. Mm, that's true. Which, which we, we should be grateful for. I was say, that's our own. That's our first problem with society right now is the kids aren't making the content. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they deserve a life free of the internet. Bless them. It's like a fan cam of Minnie Mouse PNGs that just play on your on your belt. How essentially, did you, if you how wear did this you around. get this? What? How, who? What brought this into your life? Well, I don't Chad? know. Clearly, TikTok's algorithm was like, "Well, this guy will fall for this. He'll buy uh, this shit." And now we're sneezing this onto the general population oh, no. for some reason. Oh, no. There's so many of them. Uh, they got Woody, and it's just the same thing. It's Woody, Woody, Woody. PNGs of Woody, just in a void. Uh, uh, Pro- uh, 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 probably characters that tested well among a young Japanese audience. I think this is aimed at fucking Westerners. 
I could not disagree with you more. I think it. I think it's a. I think it's a shotgun blast towards uh, Japanese children, with the added benefit of some missed missed buckshot hitting. Uh, a, a middle-aged Western man. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's Disney. There are Disney adults everywhere now. And yeah. we just have to deal with that. And yeah, it's I not... think Disney adults is the target demo. The, the, like, this guy grew up on Kingdom Hearts. This has Nomura all over it, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it? I think yeah, it has. It, dri- it drips. With, it's a, it's a, you're opening with a key. It's a bell. It's got, yeah. It's for, it's for a child. It's a speaking spell. It's just a noisy toy. <laughs> How much do you all right, let's say that. How much do you think the imagination belt costs? I don't know. Forty nine ninety nine. Sure. Yeah, let's find out. We'll see. I oh, you know, I Googled Imagination Belt and immediately I'm under arrest. Um <laughs> Well Bye Chad. Oh my god. How much? Oh my god. The what? imagination belt, to be fair, it comes with uh t- ten keys. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a lot of character IP PNGs you can load. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The imagination belt is four hundred and ninety nine dollars. No, no, no. It, Chad, is it four hundred and ninety nine dollars in Japan, no. or is it four hundred ninety nine dollars to buy it from a person no, Kevin, in America? Uh, four interest free payments of one hundred and twenty five dollars <laughs> with Sezzle. I've never heard of that st- that payment service before. No, but like, it sounds it. sounds trustworthy. Trust. I it. love. I love being indebted to strange names. I like I like uh, company names that rhyme with embezzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I trust that. I, I also I feel like it needs worth saying. I understand that this is not the first toy belt, right? Like uh, a friend of the podcast, been a while since it's been on, but Alex Octopimp. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a big common writer, like yeah. Super Sentai fan. Uh-huh. He's got like. 20 of those from that show. Now, from, what, yeah. what makes him want the belts? <laughs> That's a great question. We should ask him. I would love um, to know what, what joy he gets out of it, besides the, the you know, the serotonin purchase release. I, I assume it's like owning a Superman cape or a Batman cowl sure. or something. It's just physical things are nice. That's true. I think there's something appealing about, like, in the shows that where, the, where the common writers activate their suits with this. It is cool. They're like... Power up, put the key in, power of grape juice, because that's like one of the Super Sentai series. It's like all fruit based. Okay. Like, yeah, sure. that's that's satisfying. Okay. Sure. There's a this is you know, uh I'm not upset about seeing this. It reminds no. me that there's a beautiful world of ideas and things that I have no clue about, like the common rider that is grapefruit juice. That's uh, incredible to me. Yeah, that's the cooler thing. I like how positive the comment sections is the one like kind of shitty like sarcastic <laughs> comment got blasted they, <laughs> they all got blasted all the way to the from Chad. Chad, <laughs> Chad did you really oh yeah there uh, it is there's someone in the, in the tiktok that i link i'm not gonna link to because I, th- I think that would require that would constitute as uh bullying uh was just <laughs> someone going like i think it was an adult going is this supposed to be a kid's toy or is there more to it which i thought was very funny it's not serving me those comments yet. No. It's just, oh, uh, yeah. It wanted you to only see the best ones. So I linked to one more, and we, we can move past this. But now it's become an ad for a Disney Imagination Belt. This one uh, Chinese seller site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin, I think you are correct. This is aimed at more of an, uh, an Asian audience because uh, all of this is in Chinese. And mm-hmm. at the very end of this, if you, if you scroll through all the product images, it tells you all the characters you can get. So it's like Mickey, Minnie, Iron Man. Tiana, uh, from everyone's favorite, the Frog Princess. Uh, 
Elsa, Grogu. Uh, and, hey. and the very last one, I want to see this, is the most Kingdom Hearts shit. Oh, my of, goodness. Like, Nomura-type designs yes. of Disney characters. Uh, do you want to see... Simba is now, like, a cool teen girl with pockets and belts. Look at cool Grogu. Can you can you post? Like, where are you seeing this? Here. <laughs> I got you. I got we you. We'll post this on our we'll post this on our social media because I think the the goose butters have to have to know. Look at gender bent Elsa. Oh my Maybe? god! Whoa! Maybe what? gender bent? I don't know. I can't tell. The, the androgynous yeah. Elsa. Androgynous and Elsa. Like Woody from uh, Hi Fi Rush and. <laughs> Uh, I'm so excited, by the way, that Hi-Fi Rush has come into other consoles so that 10 other people can play it like me. (laughs) Well, the chances um, have gone up a a nominal amount now, Chad, for us to play it for you because you've been really requesting it from us. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I guess I didn't have anything else to say about this belt other than like... (laughs) Capitalism, it really stuck with me. I don't know. Do you guys have these moments of just like... Wow, the power of it, the majesty of this of this capitalism brand. It's really, it's not inspiring. It's just like you're looking up at the big, you know, the way I assume Kirsten Dunst is looking up at the moon in Melancholia or the planet's about to crash, just like, it's all coming. You see, it's like there's like a brief moment of beauty in the looming destruction is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, I, I think I look at this and I'm like, some people have too much money. <laughs> This is not worth a PlayStation 5, I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> no, yeah, it do- they don't do anything else but just say the name of the character. I I just want to make sure that's very clear. But again, I don't I don't know if this is part of some kind of larger IP or if I am lacking the imagination of a child, but Well, if you had the imagination belt, Kevin, you would not. That's fair. You could simply unlock the imagination of a child. <laughs> I can just pay for it. It's five hundred dollars. That's the cost. No mupp no Muppets in here. Disney, what are you doing with the Muppet brand? You got the Muppets, you just waste them. They don't I don't think they play. Like I don't think people get Muppets outside of America. I think it's an exclusively American phenomenon. It's a real shame. Real shame. Just like I, I want to put in a key and just hear Skeeter. Skeeter. <laughs> and then just like the equivalent of a fan cam just plays on my on my waist. Uh do you of, mean sc- of cute do you images mean, of Skeeter. Do you mean Scooter? No Skeeter. I think you mean Scooter. No, it's Skeeter. 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 Skeeter's his Skeeter. Skeeter. sister. Oh, Skeeter's his sister. Yeah, Skeeter's the lost dead sister. I think oh. Skeeter was Skeeter only Muppet Babies. Uh, yes, and I, you know I probably did mean to reference Scooter because Scooter is one of my favorites, but Skeeter's you know it's a better pull. But but with the Minnie Mouse parallel, it's got to be yeah, Skeeter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Whatever happened to Skeeter? Disney answer that. What you do? I was just talking about Muppet Babies the other day. Remember how they used to do like dark crystal jump scares in the yeah. Muppet, in the Muppet oh, Babies? Oh, when they'd open the open the, the closet and there were just <laughs> yeah. things in there. Well, yeah. Here's, yeah. here's the real scary thing about Muppet Babies: uh, they all grew up to become fully grown Muppets, <laughs> but Skeeter <laughs> didn't. Skeeter didn't. What so happened what to happened her? to Skeeter? <laughs> She's just not in show business. She just has a normal job <laughs> she, in the Muppet she, universe. She got her money as a child actress and then yep. got out. Yep, she's like Clue from So Weird. Just like figured it out. I'm not gonna be an actor anymore. I'm gonna do real estate. Well, so you know what's also interesting is I'm looking at I'm looking at the Muppet Wiki because of course I am. Um, yeah, I'm on there. Too. And Skeeter did come back in the Muppet Babies reboot that they've been doing. She still hasn't grown up. She still hasn't grown up. So she still exists in a timeline of innocence. Something happened into adulthood that Skeeter didn't make it. 
But I don't know why it's it's I don't know why you look at scooter and you're like girl version scooter. I don't know why you take know. that in. I don't know. They're you know not to diss scooter or anything. It's just, don't you dare you know. diss scooter. Scooter's great. He's just trying to put on the show as best as he can. But do you really need a second scooter? Like what? Why not a second Rolf? You know, I I do think that there was a a second scooter on on the grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Goosebuds, the podcast where we give YA novels like the works of Earl Stein the hard-hitting critique they deserve. I am one of your hosts, Chad. I'm Paul. Bam, I'm Kevin. And that's how, that's how hard-hitting my critique woo, was. Bam, God, I chopped him. Just fucking, oh, I'm so ready to just pile drive this book. Uh, Listen. Today we... <laughs> Uh-oh. This might be my favorite Goosebumps book. You're insane. You're just saying this. <laughs> Yeah, I am. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't put on the clown makeup for this one, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> this one's abysmally bad. It's a safe place for if everyone wants to ever like any of these books, it's a safe place to do so. But it's like this would go against everything I know about Kevin if he liked this book. Yeah. Um what's the book called? <laughs> Monster, Monster Blood, Blood for, breakfast. for Breakfast. So this is yep. should the, the third of the Goosebumps Horrorland series. We're tying this this universe together. The the Horrorlands, this key to all of it, but not really. Uh, Monster Blood, one of the iconic IPs on the Goosebumps belt. Yep, this yeah. would be one of them. Yeah, this would be Monster a key. Blood. This would be a key, and it would have a really, really cool uh, alt character. I'd put this at number two under Slappy Monster yeah. Blood. Mm. Yeah, well, I'd put Horrorland second. Yeah, I think Horrorland and then I, Monster Blood. Yeah, I think I'd put itself. Horrorland up there, and then also the, the just the iconic. Uh, he was never in anything but the skeleton boy. Uh, Curly, yeah, Curly, the skeleton, yeah. yeah, Curly, yeah. Uh, I mean, Goosebumps dog probably, probably up there as well. <laughs> Yeah, Goosedog. Yeah, Goosedog. Goosedog's like uh, he's like a non-canonical. He's canonical, obviously, but he's like a. Right. He's like the like if you really if you're a really a goosehead, you know, like yeah. you, that's yeah. he's on your Mount Rushmore. We never yeah. found out what was going on with that Goosedog from that from the show. What what made him? I mean, obviously a floating G made him evil, but what's his story? <laughs> don't type in. Don't type into your search bar Goosedog real. You don't want to know if that's real. Or not. <laughs> Uh, what happened to him was the fully unlocked uh, imagination of R.L. Stein hit him. <laughs> I want a, I want a goosebumps spell and one of them's just R.L. And it's just like images of just him barely smiling, <laughs> just rapid fire on my chest and just going, yes, this is good. I feel protected in the that real world. That one yeah. picture of his face where he's half smiling looking at the camera. Well, you know exactly. Yeah. You can call it to your mind right now. I know you can, my, both can. The first time I ever meet, meet uh, my, my my partner in, in heaven. I don't know why I'm meeting in heaven. I'm like, watch out. And then I have belts. I bought 10 of the belts. And I activate all of them at the same time, and they all just go off screaming IP. You're you're wearing that Lulu from Final Fantasy X dress, and it's all <laughs> it's all it's all Disney belts. Yeah, it's all Disney belts. Now we have been we we started Horrorland a while ago. Uh, we've been yeah. kind of we've been kind of slow rolling. <laughs> we really don't want to keep going back to it. <laughs> it feels like we should be so much deeper into Horrorland by now. Chad, you said you said three books in, and I was severely. 
I was shocked that you said I that. I was also stunned. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like. I, I'm glad we all had the same reaction. I'm like, did a, did a Horland book get deleted from my brain? Like, or, or are we just only, we're only three we're books only deep three in deep. this thing. And we went through at one point, I believe, and kind of looked at the covers and the kind of, mm. and the topics. And this was one that we were excited about because we thought the cover was cool because it's a, a, a I guess like a slime monster, uh, a, 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 the blob. Uh, of, yeah. of monsters of monster blood eating a child whose uh, hand is holding what looks like a uh, Fruit Loops spoon of cereal. Uh, and it looked really, yeah. we were excited for this one. It was a good cover. Yeah, fun fun and kinetic, but not not Tim Jacobus like. No. It, it felt like its own thing. No. no, these new books, I think it seems like the majority of them, I'm just making a bright, don't, aren't Jacobus. They are, they are, they could get. Uh, they couldn't get Jacobus for this. Yeah, surprising. But I do like the I do like the art on the majority of these Horrorland titles. I think it's good. These are Brandon Dorman. Yeah, Brandon Dorman. Brandon Dorman. Uh, and if you look through his covers, he's got some good stuff. Yeah, I I like I like the bright colors, and uh, that's about all I have <laughs> to, nice to say about this book. <laughs> uh, yeah, this book fucking sucks. Uh. Like this is just really bad. So the, so it saddles us with. Uh, just a terrible asshole of a character for the whole thing. And not that that isn't, like, evocative of, like, being a kid. Kevin, this made me question what reality is uh, and what I, how I am supposed to be experiencing this because, because I was, I was reading it and I was like, fuck, I hate this kid. So we, we, um, mm-hmm. we meet a kid named Bradley Wormser in this book. Uh, our main character's name is Matt and his sister is Livy. Uh, but mm. the main, the main antagonist and main character of this book the main, ultimately yeah. is, is Bradley Worms. Might as well just be the guy that we're following because we can't escape him right. the entire time. He's up there with Slappy for like villain. Yeah, like, he's he yeah. is a terrible, terrible creature, and all the more horrifying that there's nothing supernatural. And about I hate him. to say it, and this is why it made me question reality because he sucks, and it makes reading this book so hard. But yeah. I gotta, I gotta tip the cap. To RL, <laughs> yeah. I gotta. Do, he did it. He did it. He he set out for it with an evocative choice, and he evo- he evoked. And and you know, it pushed him into realms that he would not have been allowed to do ten <laughs> years ago. Like okay. in the in in the in in Goosebumps two thousand. Yeah. Well, we get violence in this. We get we get like we get shoving and fighting. Yeah, between, we do between kids. We get a like, uh, property damage of teachers. Yep, this book. Like, okay, yeah, the the beginning is bad and the end is bad. But right. in the middle, there's like a weird glimmer of how was RL allowed to do this? This shouldn't be allowed. I was like Oh, or like the anime the anime uh romance tropes or something? We'll we'll get we'll get there. We gotta slog through a lot of wormser nonsense. Oh, but wormser. back to Matt Daniels, this is never well realized, but he's described as a scientist athlete kid. Like he's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is kind of amazing. He's everything. like he's kind of my character from Pretend Friends, Davil. Yeah, he's kind of Davil, except uh, Matt is also said to be really popular and charming. <laughs> yeah, which, which Davil is not. Davil is not. Uh, he does not excel in social scenarios. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah, so he's, uh, Matt is uh, not said captain, but seems to be the star of the swim team. Yep. Um, which already puts this. I feel like when you have a swim team in your school, you're already kind of like a more. Uh, higher end um well you have to have, you just, have to have a pool so yes yeah, you certainly. have to have a pool yeah. as opposed to my you know a poor school is just a hole in the ground with some water in it you just make mm-hmm. kids kind of jump in yeah mm-hmm. i used to be on a swim team 
Uh, no one gave a shit about the swim team. Like, no one came besides the parents. It's not really fun to watch. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it looks like it would be fun to do. Yeah, swimming is swimming is fun, but watch it. Because, like, we made a job out of watching people swimming. It's called a lifeguard, and it sucks. It'd, it'd be like <laughs> if you were watching a Smash Brothers tournament, but you couldn't see the screen. <laughs> Yeah, you can just hear wow. you can yeah, just hear yeah, the, yeah. the slapping noises from from the, the other room. Well, when you ever watch pro pro Smash fights and like half the fight goes off the ed- off the the cliff and they're like down on the edge of the screen that, smacking each other, I'm like that's the experience. Thrilling. Yeah, that is the experience of watching a a, a swim meet. Yeah, <laughs> that's the adrenaline high of watching a swim meet, mm-hmm. a, a high school swim meet. So Matt has all of this like pressure on him in the school. He's the yep. star of everything, mm-hmm. and also yeah, he's. There's a big science fair also coming up that Matt is expected to dominate because of Mr. His name just kept a va- uh, Scott. I kept thinking of Matt Scottling. Um <laughs> Mr. Scotto, his science teacher. Yeah, Mr. Scotto. Every adult uh, in this in this story is the worst. I'll let Matt. A former worst. astronaut, apparently. Yeah, well, he just looks like one. He just looks like one. I'm not convinced that Matt Daniels is a good swimmer or a good scientist. I'm convinced that Matt Daniels is a good social engineer because it because apparently oh, he. Yeah. He got in good by joining the swim team, which bought him both with which bought him some uh some cachet with the science teacher, and that and sure. now suddenly he's a uh, because he doesn't exhibit a lot of good science thinking. He, there is one moment where he does good science thinking in this book. I I, I just want to and we mentioned this this Bradley this parasite this leech. <laughs> On yeah. this worm this worm um and I, I i but there's something about the very beginning way it was described uh i'm trying to find the page but it was like this beginning uh chapter is debased what what bradley does <laughs> is sick it is sick paul uh, explain paul paul force yourself to explain what okay bradley well does. so we 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 pick up on a, a at breakfast of course as which will be a constant refrain for this story uh mm-hmm. and bradley worms are lives somewhere near uh, Matt and his sister Livy and and their parents, their moms specifically, have a business together. So, yeah. in a way, Catering. they're what, Avon ladies or something. Yeah, they're, cater, they're caterers. They they cater. Yeah, yeah they, and they do they do baked goods, which Bradley always dips his wormy fingers into. Uh, <laughs> and, oh. I hate I hate Bradley. Uh, so he shows up every morning, every single morning, because he loves Matt, and he think he knows Matt is popular and cool. And he thinks that if he simply does everything that Matt does, that that will make him cool by proxy. It's it's not a pure and good admirational kind of love. It's like a stalkery, weird. Um, it's a leech. A leech's love. A leech's, a leech's love. love. Yeah, the way a leech d- desires the sweet blood and nutrients <laughs> off of you is the only part that wormsy. Yeah, likes the way about. that a leech loves to live within your guts and su- and suck the nutrients <laughs> from your food. That is the Damn. way that he that he likes to that he likes to live and and love uh, Matt. Yep, he steals everyone's breakfast uh, while uh, Mrs. Daniels' back is turned, and he starts clowning around, teabagging bowls of fruit on the table, and uh, <laughs> he eats. A, he slurps down a fly in the milk yes, for some he, reason. Oh this, yeah, this is the debased part. He puts a fly into. I can't remember if it's Matt or Livy's food. He I think does, it's Matt's. I think he does it to Matt's food, grosses Matt out so Matt doesn't want to eat it, then slurps the bowl of cereal down, and then spits the fly out like a watermelon seed. Kind of cool. Kinda, no! No! <laughs> borderline, borderline cool. <laughs> kinda, you know, what I was reading about, I was kind of horrified. Hearing Paul describe it to me again, 
takes commitment. <laughs> yeah, it's really like an aliens where they do five finger fillet. You know, it's like that that level of cool. Worms are just going watch this. I'm gonna I'm gonna chug a fly. When he when he spits it out, you're right. It's kind of tune pilled. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. uh, I hated this I think, sequence. I he, think this book is good, I thought, honestly. No. It's getting, it's, no. Getting be- it's getting better the more we talk about it. Yeah, this might no, be a good No, this book one. is like all, this book is nonstop that awful trope in these books of the parents don't listen or well, don't believe. Yes. Yeah, that is the worst part. So he does, he does this, he does this, uh, fl- the fly trick. He wipes his mouth on Livy's sleeve, which is a, absolutely like that is grounds for being thrown out of the tribe. Like you're yeah. not like the, like if we're like a, <laughs> if we're, if we're the hobbits from the new Lord of the Rings show, you're getting left behind for that. <laughs> damn brings uh, a power damn. reference yeah I love you're getting you're getting ringy pows back it's back baby <laughs> you're out of the you're out of the convoy ringy pow pow ringy pow pow uh, i i think like this all of this behavior if i can borrow a phrase from uh last time's guest peyton that got him banned from twitter uh-huh. <laughs> i think we would have killed this kid with hammers <laughs> At, no worms wormser needs to die immediately <laughs> the entire because the, the I'd say ninety eight percent of this book story of Matt is Wormser just sabotaging Matt in different ways, and yep. continuously all it would take is Matt to go do anything but going but uh, 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 and just take the punishment, right? Like, yeah, it was so infuriating because I'm just trying to like look, I, we're we're over intellectualizing a book uh, that meant to maybe scare children, (laughs) probably to make them laugh. I think that I have a large overarching point about this book that I'll make at the end. But I think that um, what really bugged me was that the mom is with her children all day long, Matt and Livy. Matt and Livy, as yeah. portrayed at the beginning of this book, are very good children. They're, they they do well in school. They go to school yep. on time. They get themselves ready. They do their chores. They do everything yep. right. The only time that there is a problem is when Worm shows up. Matt takes care of plants like he's a responsible young man. They're so good of of children, and Mom cannot hasn't put together the fact that the only time her kids act up is when Matt Wormser sh- or Bradley Wormser shows up. Get real, yeah. mom. But yeah. she still always assumes it's Matt, right? This is, yeah. this, this is my, yes, sometimes parents do this, but this trope is so pervasive through the book, I was screaming at it. Like, so Matt is blamed for ruining his milk when clearly Bradley did it. And I don't know why Matt can't just go, but Bradley ruined the milk. I'd like some more milk, please. And then mom. <laughs> no seconds because you're training. You're training. Yeah, mom, Matt says, no, you can't. You can't have this because you're you'll get too fat for swim team, dude. And Matt, like, what are you talking about Matt? Like he he's starved through half of this book because Bradley is constantly eating his food. There are countless meals that Matt talks about missing because of Bradley. He is a leech. So the, and, and then the next major thing the Wormser does, we don't want to hit all of them. But I think just the major ones because they're so much time is spent to he this. He throws a Venus rock at a car and then runs away. And it's his, it's Matt's science teacher. And he's like, why'd you throw a rock at my car? And he's like, I'm sorry I threw that rock at your car because no one likes a snitch. Matt's kind of cool. Matt did say no one likes a snitch. He was like, oh, come on, RL. Uh, yeah, but you know what's annoying about that is that – he does not recognize that he has previously just been snitched on by Worm. You're allowed to double negative snitch. If someone pre-snitches yeah. you, it is, I would say, morally an obligation to snitch out the snitch. 
I, I, I I'll I'll go even crazier. Maybe this is a West Coast versus an East Coast cultural thing. I'm I'm just gonna throw this out there. Snitch. <laughs> snitch. Like, uh, yeah. Teachers won't help you. Cops won't help you. Don't snitch. Keep your mouth no, shut. No, well, don't snitch to the cops. The cops are awful. <laughs> well, this, but like, what is Mister Scoto but a, a, a child cop? <laughs> don't. And in terms of uh, gang culture, don't go to jail for another gang member. Don't do that. That, and that's what, where my, that yeah. is exactly what you have to do as a gang member. <laughs> that's what being in a gang means. <laughs> Maybe don't, don't be in a gang. How about that? Don't be yeah, in a gang. That's, that's better advice. But you're don't gang. trust cops and don't be in a gang is what if, I am saying. If if you snitch, you're like you're gonna get killed. <laughs> so that's kind of where the no snitching thing. Kinda the, comes I, from. I just follow the Philadelphia rule, which is mind your own business, mind your own damn business, and stay out of it. <laughs> we 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 had to glance over the insanity of bradley's venus rock but bradley is also on 4chan yeah the venus rock i wanted to talk about before we get to the rock the the final thing that that bradley wormser does to these children after eating all of their food he fucking gasses them oh yeah oh my god that was this yeah he he just he just war crimes them he gasses them yeah with a with a fart in a can or whatever they called it it's absurd. Black Death or something. It was called. Yeah, and then uh, it, se- it sends them to like they they they're both gagging and they run to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm like at some point you got to be like, hey, Wormser's not allowed over. I know <laughs> uh, you do a business with him, mom, but he's not allowed over during the day. Business can't be that good, mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so v- so this idea and it goes throughout the rest of this book that the the two major events are the the. Swimming event that Matt has to compete in, and the science and then there's fair. There's the big and the big science fair, which the stakes are decent. I think it was like you get five hundred dollars in a paid trip to space camp. Yeah, it's big. Do you think that this is a commentary on how standards are higher for um, children of the 2010s than they were for children of the 90s or 80s? You could be just a nerd or just a jock, but now you have to be everything. Mm. <laughs> Giving it, mm. You're giving it so much credit, Kevin. I, it, it could happen. Like he could have, ta- he could have talked to regular kids and been like, "Wow, there's a lot of pressure to be everything. You have to be well, smart and athletic." But back in my day, you could just be a fucking weirdo. I, I wondered how much RL thought this was valid. I guess probably not because it's just Wormser's idea. But multiple times, the idea of sub- submitting something to the science fair is just, "I brought a thing." Right. So. Mm. So Wormser is like showing off this rock going, I bought this rock online. It says it's from Venus. I'm going to win the science fair. Not even a like, I'm running studies on sampling it or anything. It's just, I bought a rock. Boom. I win. He tries to pay to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he trying to buy his way in, I guess. And then, yeah. And Matt was like, hey, if you look really closely, it goes uh, made made in China. And Wormser uh, sets up his big catchphrase, no, no biggie. No biggie. Which, no biggie. No but biggie. then- his actions say "big biggie." Wormser throws the rock off the side and hits the. T- yeah, car, he wings t- this t- rock yeah. so hard that it ricochets off of a stop sign and then hits their teacher's car windshield, smashing it. To to ricochet off of a stop sign, this kid, like well, I I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this was a yeah. thing where in- initially, as written, he threw that shit right into the street at the car, and they were like, "You can't. That's repeatable behavior. We can't have the kid do that." <laughs> <laughs> make it some, make it something physically impossible, please. Oh, at the very least, Wormser should be playing for the baseball team because, <laughs> damn, kid's got an arm. Yeah, maybe Wormser's cool. I, I agree, Chad. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And Matt maybe. takes the fall. 
I don't know. I guess it's just the snitch rule, but uh, yeah, Matt takes the fall for Wormser, even though it's just fi- it's you know going to uh, doom everything he cares about the the love and and care of Mister Scotto. Uh, yep. He really wants to go to science camp. But he's just gonna take it on the chin, uh, and then later he has that day, he has he does have a little uh, social capital to burn with Mister Scotto. Mister Scotto does give him a like. He, this is warning number one, bud. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see if my insurance will cover it. If not, I'm gonna talk to your parents. Yeah, uh, I did right here to to echo uh, Peyton's hammer killing uh, tweet. <laughs> uh, I did, I wrote right here that I would not hold it against Matt for committing murder in this book. And. Little prescient there from all of mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. We can feel like I, yeah. we can feel that violence is the answer when yeah. when like he's exhausted all possibilities. Yep. And what the the next Bradley incident especially oh, got boy. under my skin where uh, they're in science class and Bradley is loudly cheating off of Matt's <laughs> test, and it's it's a very like uncomfortable scene because breath is breath is yeah, mentioned wh- a lot with bradley <laughs> why is wormser whispering in his ear going yeah there's some good answers why is he saying that yeah and why does he say you're going too fast <laughs> <laughs> why does he say that rl rl why does he say that <laughs> <laughs> so they both get caught they both get zeros and worms are people think i'm making shit up but that's no, no. In the book. this book no. is written this is a this is a first draft that made it through this one <laughs> slipped right on through as a first draft yeah the editor's like you know what i'm getting paychecks let's go uh i'm investing in this big company called enron i'm excited well this is two thousand. this is two this is 2008 actually enron was probably gone is this 2008? I thought this was 2011. 2008. No, I was wow. uh, released in 2008. There's a moment later where Matt gets a text and I double-taked. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because in my mind, this is still 90s. This is still just been... I know. I was. I had a. I had made a note at some point that that I thought that this was way earlier than it was. Uh, and then I had to look it up and I was, I was, yeah, severely shocked at the, that we've jumped this far into, into the future. I, see, this is why I'm, I, I say match it a stitch. Cause this is a post nine 11 world. Mm-hmm. This is, this is see something, say something. Um, <laughs> wow. That, now that's, that, I'm not, I, I guess I can't trust Chad with any of my criminal activities. Now that I know he's very pro. I would have thrown worms are under the bus Every, not even throw him under the bus. That's not the wrong term. Worms are throwing him under the bus if Wormser was driving the bus. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm. I'm just visualizing what you're. What the Wormser's exactly. driving the bus, and yes. I grab him and I take him out the door and I throw him under the bus ahead of time as it's still got momentum. It's Wormser's own fault for driving the bus. <laughs> uh, I would have. I would have told my parents about Wormser eating my cereal because God, I love cereal. Yeah. I would have told the teacher that Wormser was copying off me and I didn't want him to and let Wormser take that zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And throughout the rest of this book, I was like, what? What do you have to gain? You're not in a gang with Wormser. No, he I, is not your friend. I don't know what. He, why he's defending work. Well, Matt is a morally and uh, socially and just he's an all around good kid. He's a good boy and he takes it too far. I think there is also an undercurrent of sadness in this work that I'll, I'll, br- I'll bring up later. But mm. I think it, I think something is heavily implied that binds these two families together, the Wormsers and the Daniels. Wormsers secretly his biological brother, but we don't know that yet. It's possible. Remember when uh, Wormser steals uh, Bradley's dad's shirt? <laughs> his oh favorite shirt. Yeah, that is crossing the line. Yeah, is his dad? 
Is his dad dead? dead? Is his they dad haven't dead? Mentioned either? Or no, no, no. I think his dad is alive because I think when they have the swim meet, it is mentioned that his father can't make it. I think I, you know I'm, because I'm, he's dead. He can't make it. He's in the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't told him that his dad is dead yet. Sorry, he still can't make it. He's still but away. No, on- the way it was described, it did feel like my dead dad's shirt that he yeah. gave to me. Yeah. It, what does it say on it? It was like a, like. Peace, love, and freedom, it, or something on it. It said, uh, "It said something about big dogs and how you can move a mountain, but you can't uh, move a big dog." <laughs> it was a big dog shirt. It said, "Bark, bark, get in the back." <laughs> I don't know what that means. Get in the back. Get in the back. I guess it's a truck. There's like a truck on the shirt. Bark, yeah. bark, get in the back. And the yeah. a big the big dog is driving the, the, the truck. <laughs> he's got mm-hmm. his arms crossed. He's driving with his arms. It crossed. says bark, bark, because he's pulling the horn. That's the horn is a bark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those sexy mud flaps, but it's a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> but but Wormser is like, oh yoink! I'm coming. He just takes everything. Yes. He comes. He's like didn't even ask to borrow it. He puts this this cherished family heirloom, this big dog shirt on mm-hmm. his dead father's big dog shirt. He puts <laughs> yeah. his knees up in it, stretch it out real weird. He puts his knees up in it while he's putting installing the bonsai buddy app of Monster Blood <laughs> onto onto Matt's laptop. Oh my god. Things were so far gone at this point. I didn't even think about like him being on the laptop as like a big infringement. Oh no! As soon as he was on, yeah, as soon as on the computer before we even knew that it was monster, it was on a website called Monster Blood. I was like, he's doing some bad stuff on there. Yeah. He should not be on yeah. there. He signed up for Bonzi Buddy uh, with with Monster <laughs> Sorry, Blood. What, what is what is Bonzi, Bonzi Buddy? Bonzi, it's, the, it's the purple gorilla virus thing that like every you child can teach swears or whatever. Yeah, every child. I don't think I had that it. one. I had I had dogs with a Z. It was a little okay. desktop dog. Well, that probably was a real thing. <laughs> Bonzi Buddy was uh, clearly spyware. Earliest, uh, not earliest spyware, but a very popular spyware for uh, late 90s kids. Oh, this yeah. goddamn gorilla. Yeah. yeah. Bonzi I, Buddy. I, Chad, don't download me. it. Chad, stop downloading it. <laughs> He's on my desktop. He's just opening, I'm watching him open all my folders. No, it's really Chad. fun. He's, he's, he's eating all of the files? <laughs> Chad. Chad, I have... Uh, massive information for you. Bonzi Buddy was on Sonic the Hedgehog, the cartoon. No, shut the fuck way. up. No, he was not. No I see way. this image. Oh it's not God. Bonzi Buddy. No, that is, that's him, dude. That's he Bonzi. Got, he he got hot. <sighs> that's I. That's Chad. I know the writers of this show, and I could ask him about it. I could ask him about that's that. A, that's absolutely Bonsai Buddy. That is a heavily chatted Bonzi Buddy. <laughs> I, I mean, Sonic Boom. Did have they put like a Chris Chan reference on their show, so I could buy that they put a a Bonzi Buddy reference on their show. Bonzi Buddy got hella cheekbones. Oh my god! I don't like that. I don't like him being all purple. <laughs> that's what he is. <laughs> that's what that's the most Bonsai Buddy thing about I, him. Great Grape Ape did it first, and Bonzi <laughs> Buddy's fair. coming for his his IP. That's fair. That's true. That's you got to protect bon- the IP, guys. Disney Imagination Belts. Bonzi Buddy is definitely a great ape slander. <laughs> um, so he installs Bonzi. So, yeah, Wormser installs Bonzi Buddy, and he goes to, I guess, just monsterblood.shop. Yeah. Uh, yep. and, and orders goes- it on his friend's laptop. Yeah, he goes to goosebuds.store, anyway. <laughs> 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 Checks out the new shirts. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so he leaves the laptop, and this thing constantly is saying, now, enjoy your monster blood. 
Enjoy your Enjoy monster, your blood. monster blood. Matt is so pissed off, and he's like, I, I'm going to, uh, to Bradley's house. To which Livy responds, and lest I say this is what we were all thinking in this moment. Literally, she says in the book, written with these words, are you going to hurt him? Can I watch? Can I watch? <laughs> oh, he also steals the he also steals the plants of the birdhouse in this scene, right? I believe so. Uh, it's there, there's so many crimes. There's yeah. so many crimes. It's a litany well, of crimes. It is a rose a rosary of crimes. He is going bead by bead, hitting uh, counting off crimes. And this is RL saying that any amount of cybersecurity you're doing is worth is worthless if the if, if the criminal gets physical access to the drive. Yeah, social engineering will be your downfall. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to clarify the the birdhouse beat, it is Matt has I guess shared with Wormser. At this point, I would tell Wormser nothing about my life. Yeah. But he has shared Wormser his own contribution to the science fair that he's sure going to win is a birdhouse with a microchip in it. That will regulate the temperature and blast nice air, I guess. He it's made like a, an air-conditioned birdhouse. He made a tiny home for birds. <laughs> With just one microchip, it'll do all of this. Well, this is not the most ridiculous thing microchips have done in the world of R.L. Stein. Very so. true. No, Very no, true. No, no, no. Remember when they could hold a, a person's entire memories or <laughs> implant memories inside of a person with a microchip? So it's funny. That, that is such a 90s, 2000s idea of tech that even in 2000... Oh, it's 2008. I guess we were still doing that, huh? Still, <laughs> mm-hmm. still, still microchipping. Still microchipping. Uh, yeah, so so Wormser, if he hasn't already, Wormser in his head is like, I'm going to do that science thing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to steal that. Yeah, we don't get that information, but we we know, we can feel it. We can feel the theft occur. Yeah, because Wormser is like, at that moment, and Matt tells him, Wormser is literally just attached to Matt's brain <laughs> and just like sucking on his head and going, num, 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 give me those ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's a mind It's pretty person. cool. You're, you're, making me, you're making me like him, Chad. The book again... <laughs> The book is getting better as we talk about it. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, This is kind of where my notes start to deteriorate a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is where where Iggy and Spike show up. This is where, like, the goons from the Super Mario Brothers movie show up. Uh What were were their names? Ring Fingers and Spider Tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I do like the appearance of goons. Like, because this is two books in a row we've had a pair of goons. Like, right. there were skeleton pirate goons dressed up like photographers in the yep. last one. <laughs> but Iggy and Spike over here, they just aren't, they aren't doing it for me. The monster blood does finally show up, and there's a brief struggle, and Matt just pins Bradley to the floor and says, you're not eating poison, uh, Bradley. Because Bradley wants to eat the monster blood to get super swole. He should, it, like, yeah. Matt is just too good of a person. Let nature take care of itself here. Let Bradley eat yeah. it and die, Matt. Let him die. And also, monster blood shows up in the mail, bought from a website of some sort. Maybe it was Silk Road. But it shows up in a plastic egg. Yeah. Which yeah. feels like RL was trying, well, like, these are what toys are It's like now, a, It's like a I silly guess. putty. Egg. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, it makes reference to a silly putty egg. Oh, I miss. Okay, that's what I was thinking it was doing without them ever saying it. But it was like, so they'll never say this in the sh- in the sh- in the book. I guess they're alluding to it a little bit with the the thugs who showed up who were like, we need to get back that thing you bought. Yeah, but they never say why or what they are. But like, there's a there's an Etsy store that someone's selling monster blood from. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah and like ball boys t shirts and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't need it all explained, but it was so easily bought online that I'm like, so Monster Blood must just be 
out there that there's some someone's got monster blood and they're like scooping it off and putting them in eggs and selling them online yeah. to kids all over the world. But Chad, it would be you would be right if that were actually what were happening. But even the uh, Men in Black that show up to take back the monster blood yeah. are a are a um a cliffhanger or a misdirect. Yes, a classic yeah. RL move. Um, they're nothing. They're just there to show up. They said we never should have sent it to you. Uh, yeah, I mean that's on you guys. Actually, we'll find out later that they're only there because they wanted to return the the gas attack can yeah. that, which probably yeah probably was deadly. And they are, I guess, I don't know, some toy company. Maybe it was the Boogaloo Toy Company. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. they're re-listening to that episode. I was like. Why wasn't it called the Bug Alu Toy? Wow, company? maybe it was. Maybe. <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's too smart for the kids." Well, that was that was oh, no, Randy that was, Johnson. Rand. Sorry, that, that was, was Randy, Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. He stopped after his uh, illustrious pitching career. He started writing children's literature after yeah. after he after he killed that bird. Was that him to kill that bird? I think it was. He can't, yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't. He, need, he needed to put some good back into the world after he killed that bird. He's like, I've, I've perpetrated horrors that I must write. I shattered a bird into feathers. He blew up. Poor bird. Poor bird. The bird incident. Hey, uh, so... Um, <laughs> so the thugs are misdirect. They have nothing to do with this story. Monster blood is real, and some uh, gets on Matt's plants, and the plants grow big, and he has a nightmare about... Is is a nightmare or a, or a waking reality or something goes on during the middle of the night? Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. His sister gets a hold of the monster blood in the night and puts it in Bradley's breakfast to prank him. Yeah, yeah. But Bradley sees this, switches the cereal bowls, and now it's Matthew, young Matthew, who has the monster, a big old snotty glob of monster blood coursing through his veins. Yeah, and. Uh, things begin to uh, things escalate. escalate. Yeah, and, and real quick before we get there, this is a super nitpick, but it was a really strange sentence, and I just need to run this. I don't know if this if you guys stumbled on this. Uh, after this happens, they're walking to school, and L- Livy lets Matt know what she did that she tried to put the monster blood into Bradley's cereal. Uh, yeah, when yeah. she reveals this information to him, Matt freaks a l- out a little bit because he's like, "Oh no, I spent all that time trying to save." to save Bradley last night and my sister screwed it up. And he's like, well, you know what? It's going to happen. Then he says that his sister runs off and he says, I watched her meet up with three or four other girls. What is, why would you say three or four? Don't you know, think about that. don't you know what number of people you see? Can't you go like, can't you clearly see the number of people that are there? Why? Like, it's just, it was one of those sentences where I was like, why would you even write that? What does that even mean? Like, well, maybe, maybe one was maybe it was four people, but he couldn't identify if one was another girl. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. just just in general, you're just saying they're all girls. Okay, so it's a progressive. It's a progressively yeah, written they, sentence. Yeah, obviously, RL is being very progressive. Okay, <laughs> that makes it better. I can set aside my my problems oh my, with that. That sentence. is such a you weird, know what this book's pretty weird. good. This you know what this it's book getting better. Actually, it's getting better. Like all good books, you read it and you're like, I'm disgusted by the emotions that it's making me feel, and I don't want to live in this world or be here. But then when you talk <laughs> about it, 
with your with your buds, you're like, I, I think Bradley's cool. You're right. Yeah, by being by being glad to not be reading the book, I appreciate life, and therefore this book is pretty good. This book is yeah. art. So book book is about to go into strange territory that I oh boy. thought for sure RL was too classy. <laughs> what's what's the anime title of this part of the story oh no i'm growing big in a swim meet (laughs) my sister mistakenly gave me monster blood and now i've consumed it and i have to go to a swim meet and i'm the biggest kid in school (laughs) exclamation point yeah yeah it turns out that did we already explain what that what the switcheroo was did I miss that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. 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 It was like a red shell game with the tiniest drop of monster blood going in some cereal. That's all it oh, takes. Really? I I pictured it as like a fist-sized glob. Wow. Okay. And the only reason that he wasn't able to or wasn't aware that he did it is he's been literally starved of multiple meals over the last couple of days. So he's really just wolfing down anything for sustenance at this point. This is about having a boner in the pool, right? Like the rest might of be, this. Is, yeah. It is might just about I guess, having... yeah, because it, it is I'm growing bigger. Yep. At one point the coach in the locker room notices maybe I've been working out. But multiple times, Madness says, I must be eight feet now. Does anyone notice? No one notices. It, this is insane. And- it starts It starts in science class. Because uh, <laughs> during science classes, when he the, the information is revealed to him that he has uh, eaten the monster blood yeah. by accident. And he, he, as he's leaving class, has trouble getting out of his desk. Which implies that he grew a decent, noticeable amount, right? Also a boner metaphor. Also a boner mo- metaphor. I would be like, we can't, we have to skirt around this. Like I would, I would advocate for us like skirting around this as like a, as like a thing we talk about, but the, it's not subtext. No, We're not, this isn't our weird interpretation. No. This is like surface level boner talk. We have our first naked child. Yes. In, in a book. This is a naked child. This is a naked. Right, right, right. let's, let's get, let's, all right, hold on. Let's, let's build up to the naked child. Yeah. I say, realizing there's an audio recording of me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt has Matt gets in the pool. He is talking about how he's like standing in the deep end, but still touching the bottom, which is such a fun kid idea of like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm getting. Well, it, we're, you're you're also skipping over that he just thrashes everyone at the swim meet for. Oh, I thought that was beforehand. I thought no. that was before, like while he was. Well, no, I think this is important. I think it's important okay. because it is. he it starts all... in the pool, right? Yeah. Which I will be able to put on my. I used to be in a swim team thing. Oh. Be like, this book did no research. Okay, go on. For this entire thing to work, Matt talks about how he's in the water and he's like hanging out with the other kids, getting ready for the match to start. And he's and he's trying to hide that he just underneath the surface. He's, he's a Hulk. Yeah. And he Does says RL the think ma- people swim vertically. Does RL think that's how people swim? They're like dog paddle, paddling vertically in a swim meet. Because <laughs> what I was imagining the swim meet is a bunch of horizontal people competing next yeah. to each other in a way that you can very visibly measure where yeah, heads no, and he, feet are at. I guess if you're kicking up enough foam, you could hide the length of your legs, mm-hmm. but still it would be, but it's like, because he needs to not be seen by all the people there, he is under the water this whole time. Right. And then when the match starts, he kicks off the wall and goes, it's a small but important thing in any swim meet. In the Olympics, you start by get out of the pool. Yeah, you jump in. You dive in for the jump off. You jump off the blocks, and it was the worst part of me. I never could do it right. I would either belly flop or go straight down and hit the bottom. It takes. Full, I just couldn't dive at the right angle. It takes it's very full, hard. It's a lot of commitment to get to that angle. A lot of commitment. I can't swim, Chad. So you're you're what? you're far ahead of me. 
Is this big on the Kevin lore? We're just trying to he can't swim. I, I cannot swim. Wow. Have you ever have you ever wanted to? Yes, uh, but uh, we can't we can't get into we can't get into maybe on Camp Christmas we can't get into why though. But yeah, so this is already in, inaccurate how any swim meet would ever go. But it's it needs this for the plot. So Matt is in water the whole time. Yep, and yeah, he absolutely destroys everyone. Well, so he this I feel like this was like the whole book was a bit of a fugue state. But I feel like this chapter in <laughs> in particular was very fugy because. He starts yeah. out, he can feel himself growing. He he realizes we didn't we completely skipped over the fact that he feeds one of his plants the monster blood and it grows massive. Oh yeah. Kevin uh, re- Kevin briefly said something. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I missed that part. So he he mentions that he feeds it to his plant, right? And that when he watered his plant, he accelerated the growth. And he realizes that he has jumped into water and his scientific <laughs> mind goes into hypothesis mode and he hypothesizes that he is going to grow faster within water. It is true. It's, this turns out to be true. He's growing while they're having this match, like while he's racing yeah, and he's yeah. winning. But then there's a point where his body gets so big, I guess it becomes monster blood logged or something. And he's, <laughs> well, he's having a hard time he moving. He starts to sink. Do you remember yeah. this? Do you remember this part? What is I'm that? Glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought this up, Paul, because I think what's happening is uh, he's become like those little dinosaur sponge pills yes. that you put in water and yes. they grow big. <laughs> Love those. Um, yes. Now, if you'll recall, those things float, and yep. then they absorb so much water that they sink. That they sink. I think his body is getting all the mass from the water, and buoyancy is determined by how much uh, water you displace. But if would you... a giant man not float in the in the water if the water is big enough? Well, well, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The giant man, probably yes, Chad would would float. But we also must remember that his body is infused with monster blood, which is now logged. The blood itself has become coagulated within his bo- within his own bloodstream, and it's but it was like a drop water. or a fistful. It was not a lot of monster blood. <laughs> but I think it was a fucking fistful, and. I, I think the what what's happening is he's absorbing the water and like he's taking on more water, which is making him less buoyant. Yes. That's what I think is, yes. is, is sure. Here. Like a big old he's like a big old sponge somehow. Yeah, like a dinosaur shaped sponge. Yeah, I think the monster blood is taking on the water within him and is Yeah. But but here's the thing. He slows down, but then he still wins, and it's never really explained like what happened to his body that changed. I guess he was just I, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter. It it doesn't. I thought they were trying to do a fake out of like, oh my god, is Matt going to lose the race? No, he's not. No, it truly does not matter. But there's this part where he gets like weighed down, and I don't. Again, it feels like a first draft. It feels like maybe there was another part where he almost drowns, but they couldn't have that. I I don't know what to make of this. All I know is that he wins, and then they're like, well, race is over. Get out of the pool. Next race. <laughs> And then his swimming trunks explode off of him. They explode off yeah. of his body, and he is naked. We have our yes. first naked child in a Goosebumps book. Yeah. Somehow no one saw him paying attention to him getting out of the pool, even <laughs> though he just we just skipped over. He set a new record <sighs> for the entire swim league. So but he's able to just get out of there and trips away as his 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 pants break. He sets a world record. <laughs> Do they say world record? He sets a world record in front of this, in front of at his first swim meet. It's absurd. In my in my head, uh, he's got a big, giant, muscly Hulk body, but his head is still child sized. So you have <laughs> yeah. like a oh. sense of scale. Yeah, I kept picturing he just kept stretching, like he just kept getting like longer legs, like a stretch arm strong, like stretch arm strong. Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. I, I imagine him. He's like Susan Strong. He's got like a little tiny. Yes. <laughs> 
a little yeah. tiny child head, big, massive V-shaped body. Uh, so here's the fun. This happens a couple times over this next chapter or two where he's like, will I be able to escape the pool while naked? And he thinks about yes. it for a bunch of things. And then the next chapter begins, yes, I did it. And that's it. Yeah. Yes, I did. No one paid attention to me. I just got away. He goes into the locker room and he he gets a bunch of towels together to cover his shameful bits. And then he's like, I, you know what I got to do is I got to go into the girls' locker room. Because he thinks he thinks that if he blow dries, dries. himself, he will shrink yeah. down. Do we think that men's men's locker rooms had blow dryers? Maybe. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't, I don't I didn't even use the showers in my in my locker room. Yeah, I never it. touched those showers. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I, I ain't getting sweaty. Um, all of this, I can be like, yeah, RL, this would happen. You know, your clothes <laughs> yeah. would explode off of you. Um, there might be a higher probability of there being a blow dryer in the girls' locker room. Sure. All up to this point, he's just acting logically, and I'm like, you know, RL's got that scientific mindset. Yeah, there's nothing weird going on here. Nothing, nothing. Uh, everything's above board. Yep. However, what gives what gives me pause <laughs> is the first thing that is described about the girls' locker room is the smell. What was the smell? I don't remember the smell at all. He says, he he, he walks in the girls' walk. Oh, I got, do I have to bring it up? Yes, but you do. Yeah. The, all right, yep. come on. Yeah, you do. Bring it up. Well, uh, he says it doesn't I, I, smell like the boys' locker room, so it doesn't smell like sweat. Oh, yeah, because famously girls yeah. do not sweat. Yeah, so. Yeah. They I don't guess, poop, they don't sweat, they're just perfect beans. <laughs> he said, he remarks on how clean it is, and I'm like, that he, like RL, you could have asked someone what the girls' locker room is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, hey, I'm, RL, just imagine RL like going to the mall. What is, <laughs> hey, what are your lock? What does your locker room smell like? Yeah, he has, he's got a wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but despite I feel like as bigger as this is, there is no real tension here. There's multiple, uh, I call them commercial breaks, multiple chapter breaks. But the girls never see him. There's never like a. There's never an awkward encounter. We it's someone he liked. Hold on. The yeah. girls come in. So like he's in. He he does the chapter ending where he's like, could, could I sneak across into the girls' locker room? Chap next chapter. Yes, I did. And then he's inside of it, looking around. Starts to blow dry himself. Doesn't work. Here's two girls come in, and there's what do they say? It's like uh, it's like, what are you doing in here? And you're supposed to be believe that it is them talking to him. And then it's like, yeah. no, I was hiding. What are you doing in here? Oh, I left my bag. And then they leave. Another yeah. extremely cheap fake out. Then we, he's like, not the, the blow dryers were not working. I had to sneak home. Could I do it? Next chapter. Yes, I did. All right. Here's Sorry, I found my relevant text. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Please read for the book. Anyone in here, I called. I tried to whisper, but my big new voice boomed. Silence. No reply. Yes. <laughs> Three S's. <laughs> Emphasis mine. I crept into the long, dark room. My first thought, my first thought, mm -hmm. it didn't smell sweaty and rank like the boys' locker room. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. He, he's he's describing his senses, Kevin. <laughs> he's involving the picture. senses. Yeah, I know. He's engaging yeah, the senses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he makes it home he finds a giant coat that his dad bought as a goof and then puts it on and it fits him perfectly 
What? I don't remember that. What? There's just a he big buy, coat. He buys a big raincoat. Chad, this is when you were nodding off into dream into the dream. Yeah, zone. I try, I was trying to read this last night. It was so fucking hard. His, it was so boring. His dad <laughs> bought a big coat as a goof, and that's yeah. that's part of the story now. Yeah, I was over Chad's house. We we're having a sleepover goosebump goosebumps <laughs> night. <laughs> Kevin, I would love that so much. They were, share, was, they were sharing one book. We only had yeah. one copy of it. <laughs> hey, I'm like, Chad. turn the page, Kevin. I'm falling asleep. Quick. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going, Chad. I'm going. Um, God, the rest of this book is such a fucking pile. Yeah, he just gets, uh, he gets the... <laughs> Nothing like the like the locker room was the was the peak of tension, and then it's just over. And then he fucks around in his suburban neighborhood. The, yep. We learned that the that Iggy and Spike were there for gas attack, and they're like, "Good luck with the being tall thing." Uh, he starts shrinking on his own, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. then we're yeah. at the science fair, and Bradley's like, "This is my latest invention." Oh, real it's- quick, real quick, real quick, before we get move on to the science fair. He's he he starts shrinking for for no for he, he begins to shrink automatically because as they find out when uh, Bradley brings over the monster blood egg that he actually got a temporary sample of monster blood so, so fucking stupid. it is a type that only lasts for twelve hours and it must work differently on plants says Matt and that's why his plant didn't shrink. Uh, because it's important. Because now we're going to go to the science fair the next day. Well, wait, before we get to the science fair, I just got to say, all of this, this idea that monster blood's activated by water, none of this matters. And it's not how monster blood fucking works. But, like, unless it's a new strain of monster blood. But RL has said repeatedly <laughs> that he doesn't give a shit. He's not. <laughs> he, has said, he has said repeatedly, I'm not trying to teach any sort of lesson it's not even a lesson at this point he just hides behind the shield of it's entertaining so it doesn't matter like you don't don't think about it and i i I need to question that at the end of this i want to question because i was again questioning reality because i think he did a good job making one of the worst and most unlikable characters in bradley wormser and i think he did something in this story that I want to question once we finish this up. Let's let's wrap up the science fair, and then I have did a question skip, about. Did this. we completely skip over um, Matt beating the shit out of Bradley? It doesn't like, matter. Do well, we... actually, well, yeah, no. And when he beats the shit out of Bradley, and then the teacher, the principal shows up, and they go, "Yeah, oh, we're acting out a scene from a TV show," and the principal goes, "Oh, the well, principal, actually, yeah, the yeah, princi- because the final the final straw was Bradley has taken his birdhouse idea. Yeah, he beats him and up, he, and he calls it birdhouse for that's your soul, it. And, and he's <laughs> submitted to the science fair. Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Great uh, song. But Bradley gets his comeuppance at the science fair, which seems seems like a very un RL move to have this like scene at the end after all the monster blood shenanigans are over. And if it sounds like we're dropping the monster blood shenanigans, it's because the book does. Like yeah, it just it just it's, it's done with. Yeah, them. yeah. Well, it resolved itself. Yeah, it, like I said, it resolved itself. The hero did nothing to help itself. Yes. The antagonist did nothing to make it worse. It was yes. just you got a free, you got a temporary trial of monster blood. You know the number one problem of monster blood is that once you've opened it, it can't go away. <laughs> nope, nope, it's fine. <laughs> Maybe in the nineties, Chad, <laughs> but in two thousand eight, we've we've got the science down for monster blood. Yeah, so uh, Bradley runs up and he's like, "I've invented giant monster blood plant," and then the plant grabs him around the ankle, and Matt chomps a carrot. And says, "Yeah, what's up, Doc?" And it says, "You you earned it, Bradley." Well, it's just it's just implying that the the vines will now kill Bradley, and I won't say anything. Yeah, yes, which is yeah a satisfying ending. Yes, which is very surprising. 
Mm-hmm. But we don't see the rest of the page, which is the vines ripping Bradley apart, like drawing and quartering him with yeah. plants. But, you know, that's repeatable behavior, so. Release the Stein cut. <laughs> Release the Stein cut, where it's another 10 chapters of just how the plants rip him apart. I want, I need to read Bradley being torn to pieces. So this this story ends, and before we get to the horror land story, I just want to say, this <laughs> is a story where I think R.L. threw aside, and maybe he has done this for all of the Horrorland books. I believe the idea, he he has in many interviews said, I love to scare children. My favorite thing is scaring children. And he has written ostensibly multiple series of Goosebumps books under the, under the guise of scaring children. This book does not attempt to be scary <laughs> in any no. way. And I'll say this, that's okay if your what? intention is to make something goofy and funny. And and potentially a little thrilling. And potentially a, little, a, a tiny, just a touch of thrill. You know, the, I, I think like the monster blood, like if this was all the monster blood portion of just hot, like I'm a giant child and I need to hide myself from the rest yeah. of my peers, that might be a good book. Right. Like, and Bradley doesn't have any part in that. No. Well, I, I thought, actually, it's funny you said this. I thought about this while we were reading the first part of this book of, I, I think a lot in the last couple of months, people have been sending us like, here's an interview with RL where he's just talking about exactly this of not even, I'm trying to scare kids. Like, I'm just trying to make people laugh, just trying to tell funny stories. First draft, everyone's too hard on me. I'm just, I'm just a storyteller. It's just a goof, bro. Any, I'm just goofing. Why are you mad? Is I'm just goof. Part of, is there any part of this book that's fucking funny at all? No. Well, none of this is funny. Well, it's, it, I think it, it's just that I don't know what he's trying to do. And I don't know if it's supposed to, <laughs> like, is it supposed to be funny or is it supposed to be scary? And I don't know that it even matters to. It's I, not, it's not trying to be, it's trying to be a hundred pages. That's all it's trying to right. do. It's, <laughs> right. it's trying to be a title. With with, a, with with some letters after it. Like, right. damn. Yeah. I, I, all right. So I think there is something here with, here's an annoying character who's annoying all the time. And here is like super strength uh, monster blood. Like, what if the monster blood effects started happening slowly and they started strength first? And you mm-hmm. have this character who's like being annoying and like wheedling the main character the whole time. And like the, this character is annoying and like crossing the line constantly, and like the monster blood effects are like kind of slowly happening. And when the things finally do escalate into a fight, mm-hmm. like Matt just lays him out with a monster blood powered punch, uh-huh. and he's like, "Oh shit, I don't know my own strength. I just broke Bradley's." And he, break, and he breaks and he breaks his jaw. Like when Doc Ock was in Spider Man's body, he's like, "I didn't realize how strong Spider Man is. He can do this all the time." <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there are there are other lenses to understand the universe. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is, did anyone absorb any nutrients from the Horrorland portion of this book? Well, like, uh, the only nu- nutrient I gained was the knowledge of how insidious this plan is, which is to write one half of an o- of one story and then write another half of a story. Well, actually, not even half. Another tenth. 18th of a story <laughs> that you have to buy 18 books. This was the genius plan. He said to, yeah. he said to Scholastic, I have the perfect scheme. We write one book. <laughs> no, but say we, like his voice. I have the perfect scheme. I have scheme. the perfect, have the perfect scheme. scheme. We write 19, 119th of a story and we sell it to the kids 119th at a time and they have to buy all 19 books to read the whole story. 
And if they say the story's no good, if they criticize the very long, uh, like, Horrorland story at the end, just say, give me a second. It's not done yet. It's not done yet. (laughs) It's just a part of it. Uh, before we get to Harlight, I do want to say there was a part that I did find was was funny, and I, I have the quote here from the science fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's about the ki- this is actually good. The, this is like a part <laughs> that I was like, "Oh, this better be fucking amazing." <laughs> this, is, this is actually good. This, this is, is actually, actually good. good. It was the kid. Sorry, I just I saw that I had this written down and I needed to to write it. <laughs> was it is it's, it the reverse? I'm trying to prove yes, gravity is yes, real. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's, the, it's the other kids' uh, experiments, and it's this is like do more of this. She was You're attaching- goddamn lucky that that is great. <laughs> she was she was attaching a water hose to the back of a tall plastic box. I had to ask, Sean, what is it? She didn't look up. She concentrated on the hose. It's a waterfall that flows up, she said. I'm trying to prove that gravity doesn't exist. Cool, I said. I moved down the table. Cool. Another kid was slipping batteries into a complicated metal contraption. It looked like an insect with a dozen legs. It's a self-destruction machine, he told me. When I turn it on, <laughs> it totally destroys itself. That is fun. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Why wasn't that the book? Make that the book. Make it be all science fair with all funny things. I'd rather hang out with a dozen of these science fair nerds and their horrible yeah. projects. Yes. Like make it a make it a, like a science fair arms race. Like yeah. make it so like it's a school where the science fair is like hyper competitive and kids keep making horrible do- doomsday devices. I love it. And Monster Blood is Monster Blood is one of these kids' secret weapon yes. to to make it happen. Right. Or something. Exactly. Yeah. All right, listen. I don't care about the Horrorland part at all. What is there to say about the Horrorland part? Not much. Like, I, well, the problem is that we can't say much because there's not much going on because it's only one nineteenth of the story being given to us <laughs> eat with each book. Someone's invisible. Uh, let's, re- let's recap. It's Sheena Deep from the last book. And her brother, whatever and his name is. Billy Deep. Chad, if you can give me a synopsis of what happened in this Horrorland part <laughs> up, without looking at a wiki. Yeah. I, well, that's I, not fair. <laughs> Well, that's not fair. Uh, uh, okay, um, uh, Sheena's invisible, and mm-hmm. you, and the, God, I hope you remembered reading the last book because I sure didn't. This is why I looked at the wiki. I was like, "What the fuck were they doing?" <laughs> uh, and and they try to get help from the cops. First mistake. Yep. Uh, the monster police. Monster police. Okay, monster police is pretty good. Yeah, monster police is cool. <laughs> Benson and Clem. Don't, tr- don't ever trust the monster police. <laughs> monster police won't help you. <laughs> Yeah, uh. <laughs> this book 100% proves that. Well, they don't care. They don't care to help Matt. They just want to get back the power that he's taken from the system. You guys were saying that Horrorland was the number two Goosebumps IP, and I yeah. think this series in three books has totally tarnished anything interesting. Oh yeah, about it's Horrorland. bombing. It is bombing the Horrorland brand. I, 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 I yeah. I still have this. <laughs> this should be so cool. That we are spending time with these kids in a in a consistent world, and like I should be like ex- I was like oh finally we're in Horrorland. It starts off with those like teaser pages of like the missing child poster, right? Made by the Monster Police. Some environmental and, storytelling, yeah. Environmental storytelling. It's like House of Leaves, and then there's like a little bit of like, like F- Escape Horrorland. Who wrote that? Who's trying to tell them? It sucks. It sucks so bad. They 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 try to go to the Monster Police, which I guess are like. Either this world's cops or it's like Disney police where they don't really have jurisdiction except for Horrorland. It doesn't really they're matter. They're CIA spooks. Let's be let's be honest about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, you need to have a card, which I think Matt had mentioned last book. Yeah, he had a, some he had kind a of card. Magic. But like, who can keep all these children in their head? And like, if 
if like Slappy and Bradley and a ghost pirate were all present in in this like story, mm-hmm. then I could keep these characters straight. But they're sure. all just a pile of uninteresting children. Well, and and the horror land exhibits that they're doing, this didn't even feel like it was part of a horror land ride anymore, right? So it was like, okay, one's invisible. Maybe that was from a previous ride. I can't even remember, but clearly it also it's a reference. There's a mirror. There's a book. there's a mirror. Yeah, she touched a mirror and it made her she invisible. Touched a mirror. Because yeah, which the- is from that like what Goosebumps number nine or whatever. Let's get invisible. That's how that one works. Sure. So I guess it's that. Sure. Uh, and they're like, oh, let's let's they, we gotta escape from the horrors. So let's go into a science lab, Doctor Twisted Science Lab. Which like, is this an exhibit? Is this like a ride? Is Horrorland is falling apart as a concept with these because it's like I don't know. It, it does anyway. Um, I'm glad. All right, I'm glad I'm not. I felt like I was coming into this really hot, but like, yeah, I I, I couldn't I couldn't do anything but skim and take really shitty. No, notes they just they this. just harumph around for a little bit. There's really nothing going on. Hold hold on. There's something that happens here in that. Uh, so they, I I don't remember how they but they. Monster blood is opened, but it's like not not Matt. It feels like Matt should be the one to to do it because like he has experience with it because it's like he's learned. I don't remember how Matt got here. I guess he just got an invitation in the previous book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the most only interesting part of this entire story is I had to look up again on the wiki. I thought we had met him before. We hadn't. But Byron, yeah, he's been he's been mentioned. He was the one who gave the the key card to Matt that gives him ultimate power within the park. And Byron is a monster, is a monster man, or yeah, is a he's child? a horror. He is a buff well, I horror. I didn't know he was a horror until I looked him up in the wiki and I was like, oh, he's a monster. He's a yo- he is a yoke tar. Cool. <laughs> is that his name? He he has type? large muscles. Yeah. He's- oh, he's a big swole monster, but he's like trying to help. And he and he gets he uses a mirror to Ghostbusters the monster blood into a mirror. Yeah. Uh, and Sheeta's gone. And then Byron is taken away by the cops. They're like, is Byron like a a sympathizer? Is he a is he a resistance member? Maybe something interesting there. Mm-hmm. The problem is the problem while. is it's being meted out one nineteenth at a time. It's it, it, we're not able like we get this little thing with the mirror, but the problem is we're not getting we need it like the holistic view of this story. We need to be given like I need to see what this mirror is. Maybe it's related to what happened in the beginning of, yeah. the, of this chapter. Maybe. But I'm not. I'm not sure. There's not enough. It doesn't feel like there's any cohesive storytelling happening here. If there was, there's anything here a- apart from just wasting time running around <laughs> in a circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just so demoralized by this. Like it's. A- Can we talk about how after Bayan brought away the the monster police melt the mirror? Like they're like this is contraband or something. So I'm like, then why why did the mirror exist? I guess the mirror is not part of the the. The amusement park? It's part of Byron's whatever he's doing. I don't know. I, it's really hard to tell what's happening. It, it Maybe maybe we will be, I don't know, maybe what we should do is <laughs> save all of these until the end and then read them as one. Oh, I don't know. I don't that's, know. I don't, that feels unfair. That feels like giving him too much credit. Yeah. We could. I feel like I'm like, already kind of doing that. Like, I'm just barely putting in the effort to to read these like yeah. last segments because yeah. i can't i don't know you can't i can't do it anymore. you can't take can't it, in. Do it <laughs> so tired you can't take it in the information it just doesn't really mean anything yeah it makes total sense from like a gotta buy them all like right. perspective and now like rl gets to write less of a book mm-hmm <laughs> 
It, or is, or DRL in his mind is like, I could have gotten paid separately for this part of the book if I had just sold it separately. But I'm doing everyone a favor. I'm giving them a free book. Bonus book. It just, it it, it doesn't work uh, as entertainment. And I think that's the only way I can wound RL with my words is it's not even entertaining. <laughs> and what's her, what's her teaser of this final thing? That that they... Flaming Carousel. The got, yeah, Brittany and Molly from the the first one, they see an image of them riding a carousel in flames. So I guess that's like a teaser of where, where it's going. Now, Chad, was that read off of the wiki or was that from... Yes, no, this entire thing has been I, I could not keep track of <laughs> it. It sounds like you read that off of a Neutral Milk Hotel lyric, honestly. <laughs> Well, that's been a buzz. <laughs> that's been a buzz. Uh, I'd say one of my least favorite of these ever. I think so because the story is just feels so... It doesn't feel necessary in any way. It just kind of just goes. But I will say that, I again, I it has made me question myself is the fact that uh, Bradley Wormser is the suckiest kid we've encountered so far. Yeah. And he did, a, he did a good job writing a sucky kid. And I think that was his... I think that was his intention, and I think he succeeded, so I must give the props to RL for that one. I'll, I'll pull guess. a Paul Ritchieism. Neutral experiences are the worst. Indeed. Uh, and this was a bad experience, but that did make it a little bit funny. <laughs> like, I was I was disgusted enough to be awake until the Horrorland portion of the book, so... Yeah, this sucked, but it wasn't boring. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> until the okay. end. No, 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 okay, like, it was, yeah. it was boring yeah. to read this on my own. But as yeah. soon as I got together, I think and it's to put a little uh, bit of like a credence to what we were saying about it. The book is getting better. The book became better and more fun to interact with once I was talking to you two about it. Yeah, because it was bad. Sure. So if you don't have anyone to talk to, please, for the love of God, don't read Goosebumps books. <laughs> well, you need to yeah. make a, if you want to enjoy these books, you need to make a podcast with your friends where you can talk about them. <laughs> yeah. I think this was a bad book. I'd put it lower on the tier. Yes, it's uh, bad. It is bad. It is a bad book. Yeah. <laughs> so far, Horrorland has uh, swung and miss on. I mean, Creep from the Deep at least had some funny moments with the something with the yeah, pirate guy. Creep, this creep was from... Monster Blood, guys. This was supposed to be. Chad, I'm, I hate to say it, but I don't know if we've read any good Monster Blood books. I thought the maybe I remember the hamster being good. <laughs> I, the I, third one was kind of interesting because like the cops were involved and like look at the giant boy that's destroying everything. Yeah, there was that's like kind of fun. You're right. There was like a kaiju scene in that. That was kind of cool. Yeah, Chad. I think you were thinking of super strength those. <laughs> God damn it! How dare you bring it? <laughs> that is in other things. I, I'm gonna find it. Remember when Monster Blood was slugged with kissy lips? I know, right? I was thinking about that this morning. Uh, like. <laughs> And that was stupid, but at least it was like, well, it's Monster Blood 4. We got to spice things up. Mm -hmm. This was instead... Did I, did I read that one? I don't know if did I was... You get to, did, did you get to skip that one? I think this is my first Monster Blood. Is it? I don't, oh. Yeah, I don't think I got to... I That's insane. I remember the Kissy Lips one because it was just fucking wild. I don't know if I was there or if it was just a very evocative episode. <laughs> but like... That and as dumb as that was, at least, but at least things like, oh, now we're introducing blue monster blood. So right. your brain can start to think about what is the the uh, other other variations of monster blood, like the green lantern rings. Are there? There's a yellow ring, and there's a there's a blue ring now. There's potential to go. Instead, it's green. It's green again. Um, it makes you big for a little bit. It went backwards. In a way, right? in a way, and I'm gonna give some credit to RL that I don't know that he deserves. I'm gonna say that they. Uh, Monster blood has been taken, turned into a commodity, and uh, watered down. 
Yeah. That's what I'm going to say is what has happened. That's really well done. It's been milked down. The the looming asteroid of capitalism has come and it looks beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's been a book. It's been a book. It's been a buds. Uh, if you enjoyed, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the show, uh, enough, you're like that banter at the beginning about, uh, Disney infinite belts. That was, that was great. I would love that for an hour. Uh, you can support our show on patreon.com slash goosebuds where your pledges keep the show, uh, going and alive. And also you get access to a bunch of cool stuff like our rad discord with a really cool community. You can vote on what books we're covering next and you also get episodes of bonus camp goosebuds. Uh, where we just hang around the campfire and talk like that uh, the entire time. Yeah, do it. Other things in our to to tell people about. Uh, Kevin, Paul, you got anything you want to want to throw throw at the folks? Uh, I'm running a game jam. Uh, if you want to join my game jam, uh, go to jam.supertrystudios.com. I'm flying. I'm getting on a plane. I'm flying to Boise, uh, Boise, Idaho, to do a game jam. You don't have to get on a plane. You can just do the game jam along with me if you want. It's gonna be fun. Uh, t- try it out. Jam.supertrystudios.com. That's awesome. There's going to be some surprise judges. There are going to be some surprise judges. I wonder. Wait, do, you, do, do you guys know? I wonder who it's going to be. Hmm. hmm. Paul? It's going to be a judge. Yeah, it's Paul's, Paul's going to Paul, I think, you to, I think you have to recuse yourself as a judge. Why? Because <laughs> you know one of the entrants. It's true. I'm, I will be participating, but it's a... Ch- it's going to be fine. Like the father who was the coach of the team, the son will be punished. Kevin, prepare to be punished. <laughs> I expect to be roasted alive by Judge Paul. <laughs> that was actually definitely how my dad as a basketball and football coach was like, I got to be harder on my son so there's no favoritism so he just, ab- so he just abused yep. me. Look, um, look forward to that, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> fun. 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 Uh, <laughs> fun. Paul, what's, what's going on with you? I'm just doing continue stuff. I uh, got, uh, you know, there's some things that are looming on the horizon that I'll be able to talk about soon. Hopefully, looming hard, lo- looming so hard and so beautifully on the horizon. Uh, look forward to those uh, nebulous things that I have mentioned. Chad, what are you up to? Um, I'm working on a real cool project I can't talk about for a while, but get excited, get excited for the idea of a Chad project. That's what I'm saying. Um, this is the, the nature of our lives as we just are constantly working on something in the future. And a lot of times the thing just fizzles and disappears like cotton candy in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you this. It's uh, the thing I'm working on. It starts with a vowel. <laughs> it starts with a vowel. Oh my God. I just realized what it was. <laughs> Uh, doing that. Also, I mean, uh, by the time this episode comes live, maybe it'll start to be happening, but I just started doing a new D&D show with, uh, friends of the podcast, uh, uh, DM by Holly Conrad. Whoa. Uh, Kayla Klein, who does a lot of our art, goosebuds.store, mm-hmm. check out our merch. Uh, and a few other great people, uh, Hadil, 20 such, and Katie, uh, are playing in the D&D Wizard School Blackstaff Academy. Um, I am a student there named Crispin Crumbles, who is a sleep mage. I just specialize in spells about falling asleep. And uh, we're going to start a few games on Sundays, uh, starting the next couple weeks. So keep an eye out for that um, on Holly's, I think it's twitch.tv slash birdholly. But it's going to be a streaming D&D show. Sounds good time. just delightful. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Uh, guys, should we, should we wrap this up? Yes, let uh, I have a bunch of uh, temporary monster blood that I want to eat uh, before it goes bad. <laughs> monster bye, everybody. Nice. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.
This episode of Goosebuds was brought to you by our lovely Patreon supporters enshrined here forever in the Book of Names. The Book of Names. The Book of Names. We'd like to thank Stefan, Jive Turkey Kuwabara, Hollis Hornbeak, Low Belly Hate Me, Nathan Dolezal, Mike Lentary, Mickey C, Michael McDowell, Hey Josh Rob, Cameron Murphy Audio, Buddy Morrill, Mel Dipson, Alcade, Afshin, Dango Twist, Zentacles, Stealth Bates, Robert Moon, <laughs> Brian Wells, Jason Crooker, Miguel Pardo, John Keedy, Clay Castle, Calf, The Juggalobalist, Right Aid Sucks <laughs> and is committing fraud. Fuck Right Aid. We're an anti Right Aid, we're like Wrong Aid. Gregory D. Ward. Cody Redfield. Bradford Coulter. Why are you sad? Aiden is taking karaoke suggestions. Kiss from a Rose is the best one to ever do. Pony. Oh, dude, I don't think you can do Pony in a bar like that. People are going to just start fucking. I've, I don't know if you can I've do that. I've seen some live Pony performances, and it's hot <laughs> every time. Probably don't want to take it out of context that you've seen some live Pony performances. <laughs> <laughs> clip, clip. Jar Jar Slinks. Chosen One. Levi Than. Up and Champ. Jonas Eggman. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Carl. Anthony Mulberry. Yanni Markovina. Elusive Koala. Christian Vanskever. Brooke X. Jesus Christ. Jeremy Lowe. Brian Hobgood. Zach Connor. Patreon underscore donator comma yo. Joe Spooky Digital Ghost Tierney. Tom Whittem. Lord Cornwallis. Anthony's funny name made Andrew Jetsack laugh. <laughs> Ooh, I want to know how you figured that out, Anthony. Murph EP. Maybe they're friends. Carson Birkenbean. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Ticklebean, hidden in the trees outside Ice Church with egg sock. Whoa. I assume to defend Ice Church with an egg sock. <laughs> yeah, you're like boloing people with egg sock. Or to bean the entity when he comes out. <laughs> he, tur- he, turns in- he turns into red polygons and he makes a Final Fantasy VII sound. <laughs> uh, Sean Minogue uh, next time you uh, re- you fill out your name please put a Final Fantasy sound in for us to make with our mouths Rushy Glenn Wiggle it Luke LaFountain Matt McClellan Chip Handsome Alicia Grave Tanya Turtle Juan Jalapeno Timothy Misodoulakis Reinfected Keith Halcrow Clay McCarty Ham underscore Boat the Crow Fens, but seasonal. Raymond Hernandez. Matthew Sutton. John Barber, snip, snip, snip. Sarah Camp. Jonas Blotterman. Jeff Coffey. Kelsey Kinnaman. Russell Kasberg. Xavier Jimenez Castillo. Scotty Pippen. Crispy Trichus. Flemily. Tobias Clark. Dungeon Kappa. Zach Weir. Limp Duck. Ice Descended Hamster in the ice part of the ice. <laughs> Descendant. So it's like like digging down there. Yeah, yeah he's not an ascendant. He is de- he's a descendant. I guess that's, that's he's wiggling his way down there. Yeah. It's cool. Being like it. being lathed with water and slowly becoming <laughs> one with the ice. Alex Moon, the robotic dog. Paul Grasso. Meet Virginia. Joe, regular name Scott. Luke Noodles. Sam Bambino. Hugh Bolin. Estamina, Lord of Paul's Pants. Chris, Sleepy Time Ghost Stick, Nelson. <laughs> Streak! Kieran McNamara. Diet Soda. Just Lamb. <laughs> Jackie L. Coleman Laguza. 
Nathan Remick. A pair of Scots. Need more kimchi? Levi Kidder. Getting frisky in the lobster biscuit. David Gray. Lee Wood. Reed Stubendick. Matthew Bertato. Bryce Diuri. I finally escaped from Paul's vent because the bit was getting old. Bye. Oh, he's free. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Jonas Enavoldson. Ma, the meatloaf. Joey Evans. Carewise Gamgee. Bo-bo-bo-bony. Some of Chad's bird friends chirp happily at Canadian ghoul. That's some good millet. <laughs> Joe Gorman. Cameron Hansen. A wild swaggy yellow squire appears. Burger's Wonderful World. Nicholas Maloney. Andre Villeneuve. Tiffany Lee. The Deadly Bulb. Generally depressing. Eric Horwitz. Thomas Jancis. Tacky Tammy. Mutant Astronaut. Lucretia McEvil. Ben Bohan. Henry Torbear. Boner Guard Epsilon Hamilton, a.k.a. Hambone, host of Radio Bone Air, you're on. Adam Knapp. Anthony rides the Black Unicorn, leading the Ice Conquest to spread the word of the entity. Everyone's doing way more work on Ice Church than we're doing. We've got to establish some more lore if there's going to be Black Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to see where everyone goes, do we need a Herald? Do we need an Egg Guardian? What do we need in Ice Church? Logan Derby. Germ Juice. Chick. Calamity Carl. Brad Schmelzer. You know, I'm not convinced that the Black Unicorn is working under its own will. Nick Johnson. But, um, you're saying mind control is happening on a Black Unicorn? Do you know what their fucking wisdom saving throw is? Callum, Mr. Misfire West? Could be like a could be like a spell of binding. Skeletorin. <laughs> I'm just saying we haven't gotten enough information through the name book of names to know quite exactly what's going on. Mandy Nasty. You told me somebody opened up a third edition bell book and found Gaius Quest and cast it on a fucking unicorn. Yoplin. <laughs> Ryan Carroll. Philip Reynolds. Hey, Jeremy Bowser. Nate Bit G. Okay, Mr. Unimportant wants to know, how do you do your tea or coffee? Black coffee, please. Uh, I've, I've moved on from instant coffee and now I'm drinking cold brew. Gonna do a little bit of cold brew. A little bit of a little bit of hot water and have a hot cold brew. It's good. Yep, cold brew, a cold cold brew with some chalky milk. Nice. Wow, that's an incredible <laughs> tech. Holy crap! Megan McCormick Mason, Boss Garrison, Scott Wable. This could I couldn't suss out if Paul's wow was genuine or not. It, it was. was. No, I thought Paul was mocking me for no, sure. I, I look at no. the baby man putting the chalky milk in his coffee. No, it was I think really it, the wow. It was like uh, Paul isn't really a wow guy. He's more of a huh guy. You're right. I took a sip of water and it really messed me up. Ryan R. Davis. Ninja Breadman. Rocco. Omega Bagel. Hi. Hey Zealot. Hello to kiss <laughs> French Lynn. Aaron Lord. Evdog. Dr. Chuck. Robot Arena. Llama Lad. Greg Musto. SSJ Trogdor. Sprinklebuds. Hi, first time, long time. Allie Rose. Wow, Hilda B. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Spaghetti Jones. Ollie underscore Sutz. Wow. Mike Hart? Kate the Great. Red Baron, love your pizzas. When will Wes Anderson get Polly Shore to play wordy, smart-brained park ranger or some shit like that? I'm voting for Weasel X. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, are you saying Weasel from the hit film Son-in-Law is going to play that character in a Wes Anderson movie? Yeah, I think they're voting for Weasel and the X is the mark. It's like, you know, where they are marking the box next to oh, Weasel's Oh, sure, on the name. ballot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, that's the Chad uh, ballot. The, the non-hanging right Chad, the completed Chad. I blacked out. They were just, if I knew what that string of words meant, I'd go insane. So I just did the individual <laughs> words to protect my brain. 
<laughs> you gestalted it. Gulliver. Cassandra Harris. This next name is my favorite. Soggy Newspapers. <laughs> this oh, one. yes. Kira and Brian are big fans. John W. Dakota Camp. Chris Kulik. Big Nick Lane. Blake Cavan. Dan Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the mustard on both of those, but I like the Kevin-esque voice break on Blake Kevin. <laughs> Saturn video. Farrah Tildy. <laughs> Kiwi a blurb. Serial killer X. <laughs> Quest probably asks whoever reads this for a goblin to grade. Uh, <laughs> I just saw a clip from uh, Clash of Clans where there's a bunch of goblins and they were just stuffing them in a turret and you could see all their butts and there was like butt animation. I'll send it to you, Quest. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, it's coming. Jesse. Cole Gleason. Chris Curto. Michael Malloy. Kit Bush. Jesse Boggs. Sarah Sin. Kyle O'Neill. Over the Moon. Dennis Wright. Cameron Ganseveld. Rat IRL. Goon, like a henchman. Cahoots. <laughs> I appreciate the clarification. Matt Septor. Greg Gervasi, aka V to Z. Chris Callahan. And the Voodoo Death God. Ooh. Wonderskin. Tan your high to make some Wonderskin. Chad <gasps> rips the world apart with a single wet fart. Tonight at 11. Oh, oh, I don't know if I like that one. Brody Danza. B. Anthony Stoker. Anthony Rodriguez. Wonderskin once again. S. Max de la Fontenelle. Just a alpaca acquaintance. Jeff, big baby. And his wife, not a big baby. Cool. Cool. Doglips underscore Kajoyan. Wow. Taraku, the thing that goes doink in the anime. Wow. <laughs> Robert Holden. <laughs> AKA Cyberbully. <laughs> Blue Gunge. Tron Legacy 3D starring Paul Ritchie as Cora. Nice hey, reference. Deep cut good reference. Ref, good ref. Spencer Y. Daniel Hirschberger. Blarvin. Wow, Starship 9. Oh my goodness. Shadowheart Gun D Tyrannosaurus. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Triple wow. wow. <laughs> Logan Kilgus. Boss Ferratu. Greb Comics has become a slug. I watched that anime. Chris's Casa contains Cinco Canines. Wow, that's a lot of dogs. Problem Child 2 on DVD. Canadian Ghoul gives scritches and Millet to some of Chad's bird friends. When did Thank we you. start talking no, about no, 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 Millet? No, 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 when no, no, did no. Millet become a major part of this I know, podcast? I don't know why Millet's everywhere. It's an important grain. <laughs> Up there with sorghum. <laughs> My favorite grains. <laughs> Kumquat Behavior Podcast. I gotta read this okay. one. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, breaking breaking news. Uh, uh, oh no, we've. I hope this isn't real. R.I.P. Peanut Butter Gamer crushed beneath wheels of a sentient car while leaving his local Goodwill. Oh shit! I hope that's not true. Is that a reference to something, or I, did he die? I don't think it's true. I think he, I think he's alive. He has a lot to live for. He's a father now. <laughs> Kevin, start it back up. Ah, Elodie. Smellodies. Clint, dear king. Angelo, Edward, Longton, Santone, the man so nice, we name him four times. <laughs> <laughs> Agents Miskatonic. Nail seven. Caleb Snyder, Grandmaster of Spells and Enchantments, pledges his wizard staff and ancient tome to Paul. Caleb, the war's over. Move on, Only Caleb. person with a pledge left. The war can start at any time. We just got to see where the black unicorn weighs in. Lubo Nuva. <laughs> Brian, you dad. Herpy derpy drowns in dumb as shit sauce. <laughs> Rest in peace. We should all be so lucky. <laughs>
Ben Flolios Sire. <laughs> that was a that's a wild card. You're allowed to say whatever you want for that middle word. Yep. Nowhere Lucas. Yeah. Brian Storrell. C.L. Reagan. Bob Cabbage. The Shrekronomicon. Huh? <laughs> Number uh? one gnome. Eh? Justin. Jolly old Jules. John Farrington. Brian Coyle. Let me know if you're the one I know. Jaybird. Let me know if you're the one I know. <laughs> Taylor Girl. <laughs> Taylor Girl Follow. Garofalo? Yeah, is that how you spell it? Garofalo. Taylor Garofalo. Be my friend, please. Well, we've all just known it through hearing it. We've never read it, so. MC Wright. Daniel Hirschberger. I think we already Daniel the Hirschberger. <laughs> If you guys are want to double pay, that's cool, but like, I don't know. But what's happening? Talk to us. Talk to us. Nat underscore Noah. Tig ass biddies 007. Nintendo 60 jorts. Welcome to the book of names. Quinn. Get in here, crazy ass nipples. You're part of the family now. Welcome, Jorge Ray Navarro. Welcome, Jacob Leach. A welcoming. Wow. To you, Danielle Lavelle. Thank you all so very, very much. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Black Unicorn, weigh in. Tell us what happened to you.